Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. We're back with another Andrea, Candace, Brittany episode. I feel like these are just little front row seats to our reflections and we're big on deep conversations. We don't like small talk. We skip right to the deep stuff. Reflecting has been a big part of all three of our lives. And we want to just take a moment and do a 2023 reflection really, and talk about what worked and what didn't, what we're bringing with us and what we're not, what eggs are we dropping off and not taking into the new year? Let's start with what worked. What worked for you? In 2023. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I had a little chance to think about this on the way over here before we were meeting. And one thing that worked for me was the inner work, was having space, not being in the classroom, having the bandwidth to really pause, wonder why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, going to therapy, doing that inner hard work. It wasn't easy. I mean, it was hard. You're kind of in the trenches during that. But Brittany was saying earlier when we were chatting, it's the foundation of being able to grow and make decisions uh, in my life that are coming up next and where I want to go and what I want to do next. And without that inner work, I'm not going to be able to do that. So going to therapy for the first time ever in my life and really working on my insides, learning my human design was a projector. That was a big deal to me because I didn't know that. And if you know anything about human design, that one has a lot to do with your energy ebbing and flowing and having low energy days. And I knew that I was someone that was like that, but growing up in the sports world, I guess, and not ever having a chance to pause and and think like, how am I feeling today? How could I adjust my day? based on how I'm feeling, because if there was a game or something, you just had to play through it. Uh, I don't know how many times I played injured or sick. And so you just had to get the job done. So learning that about myself, that that really was true to me. I, I'm married to a teacher and he doesn't come home drained and exhausted. And I always did. And I thought there was something weird and wrong with me, but learning that that's part of my human design. If you've never heard of that, I, there's free places that you can just go find out which one you are. All you need to know is the time you were born, where you were born and your birth date. That has spoke to me and just learning more deeply about myself and how I can honor the way that I am designed and how I feel has made a really big impact. I did journal about this, but it's so funny how your thoughts kind of slip your mind. But something that worked really well in 2023 was taking the step to leave my nine to five. It was just 10 months from leaving the nine to five. And that was just such a big reflection as a whole for everything that 2023 had to offer from March on. I just really look at the year as a whole as such a success and such a proud moment to have done that and the scariness and all the doors that opened and everything that's come from it is just so powerful. So happy I did it. Really proud moment. On the topic of proud moments, I would say moving my boutique to Main Street in 2023 was my biggest gold star. It's always been my goal to make it here. This is the third location I've had in downtown Red Wing. I opened five years ago, having a vision of someday getting here, not knowing how, not knowing when, but it was just a knowing in my soul. And I jumped at the first vacancy possible just to get my foot in the door. I think that also just speaks to how I roll in entrepreneurship is I leap knowing that maybe it isn't exactly where I want to land or end up, but those beginning steps are necessary. And since 
getting onto Main Street, being right next to the flagship Red Wing shoe store, I've had record-breaking sales literally since the moment I opened the doors here in our forever home. Something I'm going to keep moving forward is following those nudges to step into whatever the next evolution of myself is, even if it's not perfect or I don't have all the answers first. Another highlight for me that I'm thinking of as you guys were talking was I was heavily flipping furniture the year before. I left my classroom job and just dove into the next grind. And this was the year though that because I learned so much about myself, I was also able to say, hey, I changed my mind. And I was able to wrap that up basically and say, that's not right now. That's not filling my cup right now. Even though sometimes I think as women, we don't think we're allowed to change our mind. And I know that inner critic sometimes speaks up and says, you're just changing your mind again. You're just, you know, you don't know what you want and you know, you're never going to make it because you change your mind too much. And so how can you make it if you don't stick with something? And so I had to kind of quiet that and get real honest and say, this has turned into another grind and that's not what I'm trying to live. And so I guess that's something I'm not taking with, but I am proud that I had the chance to, and the ability and the strength to say that's not aligned anymore. On that topic and circling back to human design, I am a manifesting generator and I change my mind multiple times a day. That is part of how I was created. What lights me up is chasing the next thing, the next exciting thing and allowing myself to evolve constantly. That fires me up, lights me up. That's why I spent 12 years in the classroom, even got my master's degree, all the things, and then abruptly switched in 2016 to be an entrepreneur. It made no sense, but that's what was lighting me up at the time. And then I opened a boutique two years later, and then I bought a downtown building and renovated it two years after that. And then two years after that, I started a business coaching gig. So allowing yourself to evolve and change and grow is just simply part of our human experience. And give yourself permission to change your mind, let things go, which is kind of the whole topic of this podcast today is What are you allowing yourself to set down, leave behind, because it is not serving you anymore? It could be a coping mechanism that you needed in a traumatic section of your life that is no longer serving you. So you need to do the work to set that down. Piggybacking off of that, that is exactly what I've looked at leaving behind moving into 2024 is just figuring out what shifts are going to happen. When I left my nine to five, I didn't have a picture perfect idea of what I would be doing essentially for quote unquote work. But I do know some of the things that I have been doing won't be part of 2024 as I move through it. Just seeing how at the time I felt called to do them and to start it and to say yes to it, but I don't know that they will continue to be part of what that looks like. I don't have the answer and I'm not willing to like share what's not coming with me because I don't know that yet. I can just feel that there's definitely some shifts that'll be happening this year. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What didn't work for us and are there some specific things that the three of us can share that we aren't taking with. It makes me jump right into thinking about therapy and how some of the things I learned is that maybe I was carrying the backpacks. I like to picture them as backpacks because it's I'm a visual person, but I was carrying a bag or a backpack of somebody else's things with me 
trying to adjust my life and create this like false sense of security for them or for other people that are around me. And those bags can get heavy. And I know that I'm going to actively work on saying, well, that's not my truth and that's not my bag to carry. And that's not my issue or trauma or whatever it is to carry with me. It's not that I can't support that person anymore, but it's that I don't have to carry it with me every day like it's my own backpack that I'm walking around with. I am going to be leaving behind obligation and shoulds and need to, which I learned in therapy and I'm still actively working on, probably will be working on my whole life. But as far as business goes, I need to not need. There, I said it again. (laughs) I can choose differently with how I delegate. I, as a business owner, just speaking with an example at my boutique here, my subconscious tells me that I should do all of these tiny tasks, daily, tiny little things that my store manager can absolutely do and would love to do. And as the leader, as the owner of shop, I need to be empowering my team to be taking more responsibility, to have more inner ownership of what we do here and the day-to-day things. So I am growing as a leader in knowing that I need to remove the, the shoulds and the obligations of so many things that don't light me up because I need to be chasing things that do light me up and creating space for that. And I can't do that if I'm doing a bunch of tiny tasks. Another thing I'll add into this category with the shoulds, because we go to the same therapist actually, and we uh, are both working on eliminating the word should and need to from our vocabulary. But the first thing, if you're trying to if you think that's a good idea, you have to be aware that you're saying it. And one of the things that I spent a lot of time in 2023 shoulding myself, just this constant headspace that was just taken up by telling myself all day long that I should work out, that I need to exercise today, that I should just hit plan on a workout. I should ride the bike. I should go for a walk. Why can't you just get this done? You know, that inner critic was constantly saying that. And as I was getting to know myself better on a deeper level this year, some of those things fell out of alignment, maybe because they had to do with a lot of box checking that I had done the previous years. If you've been here a long time, you know that I worked out every day and I showed up on social media to to show you and helped a lot of people feel better about themselves. I helped a lot of people get on a healthy journey, especially after having babies and things. And during that time, I know that it helped save me and helped get my mental health and myself back to a healthy state. But right now I'm trying to navigate what kind of movement do I like? What kind of movement does my body actually want? Yes, I want to be healthy, but I also know that I've probably never loved my body, loved her without contingencies and not forcing and shooting myself into a workout is part of that growth. So I guess a good win that I'm taking with is getting closer to not nitpicking my body every time I get dressed. And something I'm leaving behind then is trying to continue to notice when I say those words should and things. And I noticed that they happen inside my head the most. It's with my self-talk that I use them the most, not necessarily out loud. So just being aware that that's happening and trying to swap those words with different things, because what happens to me and probably is pretty standard thing is when I say should, or I need to get a workout in, then the other part of me starts that inner quiet rebel and defiance in wanting to fight. And then it's this like mental headspace that's taken up all day long. I I want that headspace for something else. I want that headspace for creating and, and turning good things into the world. So I'm uh, refusing to allow that to take up so much headspace. 
2024. Okay, we're all kind of whispering here before <laughs> this part. And I just think it's just going to hit home with you or at least be like, hey, the three of us are sitting here and we're chatting about we are still in this inner rebellion phase with workouts and things that are healthy for us and that we know are healthy for us and that we should do. I'm doing air quotes, but we're like, we don't know what to tell you because we don't have the answer for how it looks afterwards. But what we can say is we're working on it. We're working on getting rid of the shoulds. We're working on doing things like moving our body because our body deserves it and not because it was a box that we had to check every single day or that we thought we had to check every day. And we don't know what that looks like. And I think that's why we're sitting here whispering to each other, trying to figure out what we're going to say next on this episode. But that's the honest truth. We don't have the answer and you don't need the answer from us. The answer, if you're feeling that same way, is going to come from you. But it's all about that getting quiet and reflecting like we're trying to do right now that you have a front row seat to us just figuring it out. Britt, are there things in 2024 that you know that you're bringing with you? The thing that I want to bring with me in 2024 is being brave and continuing to lean into the uncomfortable. And there's this whole thing where everyone's like, I need to say no more. And I'm like, I feel like I need to say yes more to the things that There is some excitement, but it's just the easy answer to say no first. I want to lean into the yeses and to being brave because so many doors open in situations that you don't necessarily expect. When I left my nine to five and we talked about this too, like the things that we essentially avoided because we didn't like how it made us feel before, I essentially like held doors shut intentionally because I couldn't see it working any other way for me. But when I was able to turn that off and to like be open to seeing what happened and being brave and leaning into it, so many amazing things happen. So I'll add to, I know we're kind of in a mindset of business or things like that, but motherhood this year felt so much better to me. The job that I had done as a mother, I feel like was a gold star this year. Not that anything was perfect. And, you know, my kids had tantrums and they were ticked off at me from time to time, but I think that happens to everyone. But the year that I had having the bravery to leave my my teaching job and to create this space. And a lot of that decision was based on being a mother and knowing that that stint of my life where the kids live in my home and are with me every day is so small and it was passing by so quickly that I feel like this year having that space to be the kind of mom I wanted was amazing. And there's no dollar amount that anybody could put on a job for me that I would want to trade that for because Honest to goodness, I don't know that I ever made my kids breakfast when I was working a nine to five before school. And I make them breakfast multiple times a week now. I'm with them in the morning to snuggle with them in the chair. And I literally never did that the years before. And I just think about all those moments that I missed because I was in an unaligned job that I didn't have the guts to leave for three years. And I'm just really thankful that I get that time now. And when they walk in the door after school, I try to be done working so that I'm there and I'm ready for them versus the other way was I was picking them up, not having a long enough break from my nine to five to go in to get them and jumping into the role of mom when I wasn't ready for it and I needed to decompress from my own day and the sometimes traumas that came from the school day. And now it's just such a different feeling. I run our errands and I do different things during the day that we're not sprinting around after school doing. And it's just, yeah, I don't know that there's a dollar amount that someone could give me that I would say I would trade that for in the next year as well. My my kids still live in my house. I have said this multiple times. I need to get a shirt with this on it, but you get one life. So listening to what my two friends here are saying about bravery and following 
nudges to leave a job that does not feel right anymore. It's not that the job is bad. It's just simply that it's not meant for you anymore. So leap if you are feeling this nudge because you literally get one shot at this. My saying used to be, you can cut this out if you choose. (laughs) But I used to always say, I'm just going to shit my pants and do it anyways (laughs) if you have a nervous stomach, oh my gosh, you just have to lean into it. Well, one big thing that the three of us collectively are taking into this new year is that we realized that we are kind of, I mean, I don't want to toot our own horn here, but we're a little bit unstoppable when the three of us are together. And I hope you have people like that in your life. And if you do, I highly encourage you to make it a goal for this new year like we have to say, we need to work together. We need to create together. We need to do something more together. So stay tuned for that because we've been dreaming up things, I think, since just after Christmas here of ways that we can work together, ways that we can bring more episodes like this. And just to serve other women who are in places that we've been and to share the ugly and the good and the anything that comes from it. Because if we can see other women following their nudges in their hearts and doing what feels aligned for them, that's what lights all of us up. So I hope this episode just really gave you a lot of things to think about, a lot of areas in your life to reflect on. If you haven't yet, you still have time to reflect. It's January, but you don't have to do this on the first day of the year to make it impactful for you to just take a moment and pause and think, what bag am I leaving behind? What am I going to set down? What's not mine anymore? And what does get to go with me into 2024 and beyond? And it's okay if it changes and it's okay if it changes month to month, but you get that choice and I hope you feel empowered to change your mind. I hope you feel empowered from our stories to do a little reflecting yourself. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.